0: It's Donald Ware, host of From the Press Box to Press Row. The biggest names are guests on Box to Row. Hey, everybody, what's going on? This is Anthony Anderson, international movie star and funny mother. Woo-hoo! And you're listening to From the Press Box to Press Row. That is the voice of Kevin Durant. Well, I'm just, you know, trying to get better every single day. And I enjoy playing with a great group of guys. Hey, this is Ronda Rousey. You know what this is. This is the one and only D-O-Double-G. Ice Cube has been our guest. Hey, man, thanks for letting me talk a little music, movies, and sports say my favorite three topics. Hey, say what's happening, man. It's e. man. Hi, this
1: is Jill Scott.
0: I'm talking about none other than Serena Williams.
1: That was definitely one of the better matches I've ever played. I've had it just like that. You know, it's really focused. Just really, you know,
0: excited. Missed any of these interviews? Then check us out online at wwwbox to rowcom That's From the Press Box to Press Row. Real. Relevant. Radio. It's the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Wednesday, July 1st. I'm Donald Ware. Today we're going to stay in the CIAA's Northern Division. On yesterday we had a chance to catch up with Reggie Barlow, the head football coach at Virginia State. We're going to take things north to Lincoln. And as the head football coach of the Lions joins us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. How are you, Coach?
1: I'm doing well. I'm doing great as we can be in these times and enjoying some good uh, long overdue family time and trying to prepare for the season as best as I can.
0: Yeah, we, we uh, understood. I uh, no doubt about that, Coach Dean. So uh, tell us, walk us through me how, you know, what sort of some of the things that you've had to sort of put in place you and your coaching staff um, to be able to communicate with your student athletes during this COVID-19 pandemic?
1: Yeah, um, Zoom has been life. <laughs> you know, I, and, and it's funny It's funny to say that, and, you know, I, I was able to be a part of the quarterback summit, and it was based on Zoom. I have different, uh, different coaches clinics that I do every day that's on Zoom. So we've just uh, created a schedule, um, try to create as much structure as possible uh, under the circumstances we have, and just to conduct our meetings uh, virtual with Zoom. Uh, you know, just to give an example, I'll meet with my staff maybe three times a week for about an hour and a half on Zoom. Uh, each uh, side of the ball will meet um, three to four times a week on Zoom. So it's just been uh, it's been part of it. It's the new norm. We've all been able to embrace it. Um, you know, taking full advantage of where technology is today, and uh, we've just we've just been keep grinding. You know, it's going to be one of those things where. Whoever makes the best adjustments and, and tries to attack it the best way they can safely and, and um, intellectually will be the best, better team prepared.
0: You know, a tough season, obviously, in 2019 0-10. But to me, this the season felt a little bit different, especially if I were to look at some of the scores. Um, you know, you guys were playing. You put up some points, a close game, you know, on the road at Johnson C. Smith. Your thoughts on 2019?
1: You know, it, it's it's interesting you say that. We look at the tape, and, and you know, when you go on through the season, you're you're upset because, you know, you want the instant gratification of the the wins and losses, right? But when you really take a look at where we as a as a program and, and developments we're making, we made some great strides in areas. You know, we played a lot of young people, and you know, the one thing that will be that will be different from our program going into this next year is we won't necessarily be a young football team. And past the first two years, that's where we were you know in heavy freshman recruiting classes uh playing a lot of young guys early, and you know we were able to develop um we were able to retain uh upwards of seventy percent of our our roster um we were able to uh get older uh, with the recruiting of about ten ten to twelve junior college transfers so and you know what I was most Im- impressed about was. Uh, how we made strides in the classroom. So, you know, I felt that we did a great job with this past recruiting class uh, for this past 2019 season where a lot of the players that we brought in, we hit we hit home runs on as far as their development, as far as getting them the opportunity to play. And, you know, we found uh, a form of identity, especially on the defensive side of what we wanted to bring um, offensively uh it was it was truly um coach Tim Smith, the offensive coordinator. It was truly his first year as the coordinator, and so uh it, we had to get go through some bumps and bruises of that, but you know we had some we had some games we had high outputs and and some scoring, so I felt that we learned to compete you know we competed at a higher level uh we didn't now we just have to find a way to play the complete game. you know there were some games we would be in it competitively in the first half or all the way to the third quarter. And then, you know, it started to come at the ends, uh, loose of the strings in the fourth. So just learn to develop and become smarter football players. So we'll, we'll be okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, for you, you mentioned the, the JUCO transfers. First, let me ask you this. What, what is sort of the scholarship allotment for your program there at Lincoln?
1: Uh, you know, it, it, it varies in, in different universities compared differently, um, you know, if you just go for a number, we're probably anywhere from the 13 to 15 range. And, you know, I, I know um, most of the schools are the, if you look at the upper echelon, especially in the North Division, our division, uh, most programs have the value or the quantity of six. So, uh, you know, what I say is it's like we're, we're competing and we're growing. You know, the one thing uh, taking this, this job is that uh, with alignment with Harry Stinson, our athletic director, and the president, Dr. Allen, uh, you know, we knew where we were. We knew where we were, had a realistic idea of where we are and how we're growing, and the scholarships are gone. You know, we have a plan to to increase, you know, this is pre- previous COVID-19, and we still but we have a plan designed that we'll make a jump in the next year or so to, to get more competitive in that range. So, you know, we're doing the best what we can. We have some great uh, competitive academic packages, um, need-based packages for student-athletes or just students in general. So it's it's more of being working smarter, knowing how to use the packages and and being better in state, being better in state, being better getting academic students in. You know, uh, David Shaw is a is a is a um, is a guy that I look up to, and I want to model our program off of. And Lincoln University has always been known as great as a, a academic institution. So we have to get the smarter guys that love the game. You know, we have to get guys that can come with the academic premise that also love to play the game of football. And we have to build our program off the backs of those players. So we've been doing that. Um, it shows in the classroom, got a 2.9 GPA overall as a team. So
0: now we just, you know,
1: it helps with the retention and, and the building the mindsets and the, the work ethic of the football players we bring.
0: Yeah, of course, David Shaw is the head football coach at Stanford. We're joined by third season as the head football coach at Lincoln Pennsylvania, who joins us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. I want to get back to something you said about the JUCO transfers, the fact that you retained in excess of 70% uh, of your players. S- speak to how having now uh, some guys that have gotten some experience, but also uh, putting uh, bringing in some guys that also have some collegiate uh, football experience and how that's going to mesh
1: that's huge i mean uh you know unfortunately we're in a position where uh we've had a lot of turnover in the past couple of years uh roster wise where yeah. you know um you have some young guys that played and and some older guys that left so when you bring people when you're bringing players in you want to bring players in to to a team where if you say okay this is my starting 11 uh, we have some guys that are some veterans and we could bring in another junior college transfer that has played some collegiate football and not necessarily have to depend on a freshman that um, ha that comes in straight from high school has to make the adjustment plan against five to six years his senior and you know being able to to have a, a, a basic understanding of what the demands of college football are if college football is so uh, we, we've been able to especially with the offensive line Uh, We've gotten about three or four guys coming in at junior college transfers to play with some of the kids that have had the experience this past season, Um, and and, and they don't pay off tremendously. We've done the same thing as far as the secondary, bringing some guys in that some transfers that have excelled in college at the JUCO level and have some familiarity. And, you know, it it just helps. You know, our senior leaders, uh, Mark Lurie, uh, center for us, um, Devon Cathcart, a senior linebacker for us, be bringing guys that they can help build and uh, and go and, and, and elevate their play as well, you know. And, it, and then what it really does is it allows the guys that are younger that played and, and were able to get some experience, now you have depth, you know. And so we would like it when we can get to the point where a lot of our freshman kids that we bring in have the time to develop, maybe just be special teams players for us and not have to count on them to play such a pivotal role. And, you know, we had a plan. We had a plan. As rough as it gets sometimes, we stuck to it. And we're at a point where we're able to take advantage of that. So we're looking forward to it. Um, We wish we were really looking forward to spring. And, you know, of course, COVID hit. But we're able to have, like I said, it was hard, but we were able to maintain some of the steam we built up. And we're bringing our guys along. They've been doing a lot of learning, basic training, things like that. And, you know, we just have a fall to look forward to and, and, and hopefully get back to it.
0: Yeah, who will be your quarterback for
1: 2020? Uh, right now, we were able to... Uh, we we have about five quarterbacks coming in, um, led by a, a graduate transfer, um, to DJ Phillips, that we signed from Lionstone. Uh, he graduated from Limestone College. And we have a couple of young freshmen coming in, so... He's the one leading uh that we see as the leader so far um in in the clubhouse as far as being under center uh put up some great numbers at limestone uh we're definitely talked to him a very smart grown man um and you know will be a form of a coach on the field for us as well and really with the system that we run it's it's he's very familiar. Um, Coach Smith and him have great, created a great uh, relationship and rapport during this recruiting process. So we're excited about it. We have some young guys coming up. We also have Trey Green, who's a transfer, a junior college transfer that's coming. Uh, uh, Reginald Curry, who's coming, a uh, transfer as well. And uh, we have a couple of young pups uh, uh, um, that are that we hope to come and learn and develop and be have an opportunity to grow and maybe next year have an opportunity to compete. So we feel like. You know, that that's a that's an example of how we wanna be built as it you know, they're they're succeeding with depth with uh with some wisdom and age and experience in those positions, you know, and and it pays it pays off. So we're just trying to follow suit in our own way, uh, be creative in our own way and innovative in our own way and uh find our, our recipe to success.
0: Josh Dean, the head football coach at Lincoln of Pennsylvania, joins us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Boy, it's a big loss for you and a guy like a Solomon Bassett first team, all CIAA, uh, really good player uh, for you. I know you can't replace him, but talk about some of the guys we can look out for on the defensive side of the football.
1: Yeah, I mean, you you can't replace him uh, by no means. But, you know, it's a sum of the parts, you know, and, and we just hope that, uh, we had we didn't have uh, guys that could that had the talent in the um the results that and the productivity that he had, but now we feel that we we're bringing some guys with some experience. Uh, we expect big things from Kyle Wilkins who was a, who started for us as a sophomore last year, was a transfer that we were able to get that had three years of eligibility. Uh, we spoke of Devon Cascart who I mean he put up some major numbers of attention. Um, because of his play. We, he was a, a rover, a bandit, strong um, safety for us, and we moved him inside to Mike Linebacker, and he found a home. Uh, we have big expectations for, you know, we have another safety DB that's returning for us, and we bring in a, a big signing for us was King Trail Pierce, a corner that actually uh, played with uh, Devon Cathcart and is a childhood friend of him, so we were able to get him and to put in a corner and we have a bunch of young guys that had experience that we're we're excited to see uh, what we get from them. Uh, Jaden Davis is, is another guy that uh, played some defensive end linebacker for us. So those are some names that we're looking to, to lead us in. But, there, but I promise you, there's going to be some names that are going to be surprises to us, you know, surprises to the league and, you know, um, that have been working tremendously hard and we have some young guys that, especially in the secondary, that are going to come in and make contributions early as well. So, you know, we're just excited to see, get back to work and, and see uh, see our guys shine and get after it.
0: Josh Dean, again, in his third season as the head football coach at Lincoln of Pennsylvania, joins us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. And I guess, so when, when do you guys open the season? I think you've had to change your schedule, tweak it a little bit, right?
1: Yes, uh, you know, uh, due to the uh, due to the circumstances and COVID, you know, we've we've had to to make some some subtle tweaks as far as the first couple weeks uh, that are in jeopardy. Um, I mean, as of now, we're we're looking for our first game opening against um, opening with uh, Kentucky State um, that third week of September. So we're looking time to develop a, little, a few more weeks. Uh, being that we miss spring ball and that's something that you're going to see uh, not only with us, but a lot of teams in our conference that, you know, it's just, uh, trying to, to make the best of the situation that we have. But, you know, it gives us some time to, to build some chemistry to get some much needed work and to, uh, prepare for the season, uh, the best, you know, the, the smartest, uh, and most health conscious way. You know, this is, this, these circumstances are real. Um, The numbers are are climbing. So we just want to make sure that we...
0: No question. Coach Dean, we appreciate it. Uh, Good luck to you and the Lions in 2020. Uh, Thank you. It's been a tough go for Lincoln of Pennsylvania, but could things be different this year? You can react to anything. Josh Dean, the head football coach of the Lions, had to say, hit me up or hit us up via Twitter at BoxToRow, B-O-X-T-O-R-O. O W. Gotta get ready to run. Gonna take things to Nashville, Tennessee on tomorrow. Catch up with the head football coach at Tennessee State, Rod Reed, here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Don't forget to tell a couple of friends about the HBCU Football Daily Podcast, where you can download and listen at boxtorow.com. Also, don't forget you can listen via iHeartMedia and Apple Podcasts. Talk with you tomorrow. Something going on. I feel funny. Can't tell me nothing different. My nose twitching. Intuition setting in like Steve Vision. I still close my eyes. I still see visions. Still hear that voice in the back of my mind. So what I do, I still take heed. I still listen. I still paint that perfect picture. I still shine bright like a prism. My words still skipping. I know you can't, don't, won't get it. You, you chose to I'm ride that it. ship, sunk with it. I'm still afloat. I ain't the captain of the yacht, but I'm on the boat. I ain't acting it. what I'm not, knowing that I don't. You acting like you will, but I know you I'm won't. You won't. I read between the lines of the eyes of your brows, your hands shaking, matching smile. I- I can see you it.